those friends that have bought a property and you think, oh my God, how did you find that? You are so, so lucky. We're going to teach you what to look out for when buying properties so you're lucky. Stay tuned. Mr. Novak, we all need some luck in our lives, don't we? We do. We do. And what do they say? The harder you work, the luckier you get. Um, that probably comes down and into account when you're on your property search as well. Um, I know from experience there are some people that you, you, you come across that really go all in with their due diligence. There are some people that just sort of jump in straight away without you know, looking at much else. So there's a lot of different ways people look and buy property um, within, I think. Um, what are the sort of things that you would look out for on your generic property search, just to start off the topic, and then we'll get into the hidden feature side of things. Um, so I, I say, what's that question again? What are some <laughs> of the things you... Yeah, what are, the, what are some of the standard things you'd be looking at and then what are some of the things, let's go into from the other side, the more complex things that maybe the more experienced buyer would be um, keeping an eye out for, whether it's contractually, whether it's, yeah. Yeah, well, like, and what gave us the incentive to talk about this on the show today was um, well, James has got this incredible property, um, Waterfront Sylvania, and we were trying to project to the market the hidden gems that are in there. We thought, oh, my God, if people missed these hidden gems they could be royally screwed if people find these hidden gems they are absolutely going to profit so hard from something like this because those benefits aren't obvious and just to give you a taste of what we're going to talk about that this particular property that you have uh in um uh, in Sylvania, which none of us really spoke about as a sales team, but it actually had a uh, half a metre or one metre walkway. I think it's more like one metre, James. Yeah. From the house down to the beach, then it opened out to about a 30 metre squared, 50 metre squared pad of, of land, which went onto a beach. And it was like... How do you let prospective purchasers know that that you know that these that there's these features? Now, not only that, there was water, there's water down there, there's yeah. power down there uh, that's being run from the house. So, and not only that, it actually went even further. Some clever cat now don't know if it's going to happen or not, don't know if it's possible or not or not. But some clever cat who's going to find this is actually going to work out they can put a jetty. Now you're starting to to put super value on a property for people that may not ever identify or execute any of these things on a property. How do you look for those things or what are those things? It's really interesting. Well, this is it. And I think with a, with a property like this one in particular, you look at you look at the site plan and the diagrams and you can't really tell. You're next to the water, but you don't know if you're on the water. Is it your land? Is it not? Is it on title? So I think a lot of people might look at that or they'll look at the contract just having a basic skim through maybe before their solicitor runs their eyes over it and you think, am I on the water? Do I, is this beach mine? Is it theirs? Am I sharing this? So 
you know, the first port of call for us was to have it clarified immediately, um, not just through um, my eyes or, or Mark's eyes, but, you know, get the solicitors to confirm these details. And then you can say, right, get the information out there so it's clear for everyone to start off. Um, and, and hopefully then when the buyers come through, you're opening up more different, um, more thoughts, more different um, areas that you can explore when you purchase that property to add value. And if you've got a trained eye, you can actually identify when agents don't. And to give you an idea how scary this is, this particular property that we're gonna, James has put up for sale last night, when it was last on the market, these things were not identified. Um, that there were these potentials of value that people can unlock at all. So it's pretty it's pretty amazing that you could be a prospective purchaser by the things we're going to talk about today. You could be a prospective purchaser with a trained eye and you could identify these things that are adding a huge value. Zoning is one of those things on a property. Height is one of those things on a property uh, where you can build something additional, uh, an addition additional dwelling or a larger dwelling because of the height, because of the density. Uh, there's, there's things that we've got to speak about today that are going to help you identify and unlock huge value in potential that sometimes people completely miss. All right, well, let's get into the mark. From your years of experience in the industry, um, what are things that might be easier to miss to, uh, to an untrained eye or things that you just don't even, don't even come into your mind when you're looking? You're looking at the, you know, the property physically. What do you need to keep an eye out for? Um, I'll tell you a cracker one. Um, Billy from the office, we had him on the show yesterday and he was talking about his property that he's purchasing. I hope he doesn't mind me talking about it. Um, but he was looking at buying this place and his mum's like sitting there going, man, this is so much money for my for my 18-year-old son. I'm scared. And I was like, hang on a sec. The property he's buying is, I have got four units in it. And she said, it does. 600 grand, it does. And I said, uh, and there's two shops downstairs, which makes it six titles. She said, that's correct. And I said, what's the zoning of the land? She said, the zoning of the land, obviously, is shops. And we looked at the zoning and it was shops, uh, as in medium density. I said, how many stories can you do here? We looked at the, at, the, at the zoning of the land, three stories. How big is the block here? 700 metres squared. A lot of these zonings allow boundary-to-boundary -boundary building, which means you don't need to have a five-metre or one-metre setback from the side or front or back or anything. You can just build boundary-to-boundary. -boundary. Here's yeah. my point. I turned around to her and said, your block of land's probably worth $5 million here. It was a great suburb. It was uh, Mossman. And I said, it's probably worth $5 million here. If you develop this, I said, Billy's actually buying a unit for six hundred grand." I said, but if you look at six a one-sixth of the, just the value of the land, it probably puts it at 800000 And she was like, shit, I never looked at it that way. So, you know, you, my point is everyone's just looking at it on face value. This is a one-bedroom unit without a balcony. And if you have that clever trained eye with zoning, with what can be done, you can go, hang on a sec, I could potentially – sell to a developer down the track. Billy could sell to a developer down the track. Billy could keep buying these one-bedders until he owns half of them, until he owns yep. two-thirds of them. 
and start, you know, all of them as he, as he gets older. So there is that trade, there is that potential you've got to look out for. That's just one strand in a strata. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a really good one. And that's, again, something that 99% of people aren't going to look at, um, which, yeah, it makes a big, big difference. And then you think about not just your singular focus. It's not short-term. You can think really long-term then. How can I actually leverage this into really benefiting me in the future or me and my family in the future? Um, big time. One, that was, one that was really interesting, back to the Sylvania one quickly, Mark, was the, was the jetty conversation that we were having. And we were just trying to work out exactly what the situation is with um, with with putting a jetty onto your water, adding a waterfront sort of piece. And again, the, the home doesn't currently have one. It has the ability to have one. Current owners have lived there since it was new, haven't thought about it, didn't come into their mind. But even in the conversations I've had with people in the last 24 hours since the property's gone live, the people that are inquiring are boat people, the people, they're kayakers, they're, you know, they're all sorts of different really? things that are, that are water-based. Yeah, 100%. And... The feedback hasn't been, I need something that's smack bang on the water. I don't need all of this, but I want access to the water. How can I improve that? How can I have storage and do all of these little things down there to make my life easier? So there's yeah. people that are savvy out there that are that are looking at little opportunities when they come up and think, maybe this is a, a, a middle way. It's a steal into getting that perfect scenario. Um, so it's quite interesting the perspective of, of purchases that sorry the perspective ideas that come come to your mind when you speak to these people. And look, I think also just asking the agent, like a lot of these trained agents, you know what? There's two thoughts to this. You don't want to give you don't want to give your game game plan away to the agent. Is yeah. so do you know what I mean? You know if if the agent's not promoting the the potential that you can see, you don't want to give it to them the gift horse. Um, we've done it ourselves. This is embarrassing to admit. Um, we had a property in Balgala which had two-street access, and we put on the market for 3.3. Um, three, uh, the agent had six agents through. It got down to three agents. They chose us. All the other agents were uh, experienced local good agents like us. Um, three, three, it was sold for, and everyone fell off their chair. They could not believe that it actually got that much money. Now, this is the embarrassing bit. Um, the guy turned around six months later and rung us up for an appraisal. <laughs> right. <laughs> Four. To left, left the original house and now has a block of landing wants to sell. Yeah, right. So the original house is, is the market. So without the market moving, because we all know that's crazy, but without the market moving, the original house was two eight to three because it had a block chopped off the back, but it yeah. had its own street access. The new block of land was worth two. Yeah, right. How long did it take uh, for him to, to get his DA and his subdivision all approved? Um, I know the time. 14 weeks. 14 weeks. So that's growing it your was, growing your assets value by <laughs> by 40% it, in 14 weeks plus capital growth. Under our nose. Now, the agent did not promote subdivision potential. No agent saw or promoted or, you know, when they were pricing for the client subdivision, the potential. The client didn't see subdivision depend, uh, potential. 
Uh, but sometimes if people just rip it, people just rip it. I want to say good morning to Luke Moroni. Uh, buy the house in the best street in the best suburb. Buy uh, the unit then then the best street. Uh, and look for opportunities. You know, buyers agents are good for seeing these opportunities as well. Uh, there are a shitload of money. There is a shitload of money in property. Um, and guys, this is a live show. If you do have any questions, comments, make sure you're on the Novak Facebook channel and make the comments. Uh, ask the questions. We're here to answer. Uh, any other things, Luke? I'd love to know if you've seen any ones that you've loaded up and made a customer a fortune amount of money because you've seen potential that nobody else has seen. We've talked about today before we before we uh, close up. We've talked about seeing subdivision potentials. We've talked about seeing uh, you know like jetty or potential like with uh, zoning zonings and stuff like that. Zoning change is very speculative. I probably wouldn't put this one in here. I'm talking about stuff that's clear, present, can be done straight away. What yeah. else have you seen before we go as a nugget, James? Well, on, on the zoning one, very, very quickly, we had the um, 7 Morgan Road that we previously sold up in Belrose, and that had the, uh, the, the zoning was undetermined. So it, was, it left just grey, as opposed to, as you said, something you can do immediately. So again, some people would look at that and they think, can I subdivide this? This is a 7,000 square metre block. What can I do? What's my potential? There's there's so many little things. So have a good lawyer by your side. Have a good real estate agent in your pocket. Have a buyer's agent if you're buying out of town. It's It just comes down to having the correct information or seeing the correct information with the facts in front of you. Um, and often, as you say, they're not presented immediately. You have to dig them up. Um, so, yeah, I think it just comes down to your due diligence and... Um, What's Luke said here? Just buying potential when agents don't take it to market. More so, agent sellers looking for a quick seller, a quick sale. <clears throat> well, that's what Happens. buyers agents, that's what buyers agents are, are are able to do. Thankfully, um, for for them. Well, what happened? Them. What happened with Par Road? Do you remember Par Road for two million bucks? Yep. Well, that was it. It's like the, the flash sale. You can go into that one if you want. The owner wanted the owner was um, didn't want it was going to pass didn't want it to go to public trustee and wanted it to sell and settle which means the two million dollars had to be fronted up and the keys were handed over within seven days uh, that goes exactly back to what Luke was just saying sometimes people just want speed and that is that is potential as well it doesn't have to be tricky dicky like zoning or you know second stories or subdivisions or anything it can be just plain old speed and opportunity yeah yeah so again situational speak to all of the people in your corner and um yeah hopefully you'll make some informed decisions on your property journey so and guys that, look look for the hidden gems for sure there's some of them they're under your nose yep literally 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 all right thanks Mark. James, I think that's thanks james all right bud take care see ya bye